Hello, race fans. Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you by ShortTrackExclusives.com. I'm your host, Thomas Faddis, alongside two other Short Track Guys in the studio tonight. Jim Pokran, driver the 07 Sportsman at Five Flags Speedway here in 2021 Sportsman Champion at Five Flags Speedway. And Ted Baber, Ted Baber Video Productions here locally at Five Flags Speedway in Pensacola. What's up, guys? Good evening, sir. I am too excited to get this one going. Oh yeah, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we've got a we've got a really good show. Uh, we're going to cover up uh, last week at uh, Crisp uh, in Cordial uh, with the Pro Late Models and the Super Late Models, and uh, some upcoming events coming this weekend. Uh, really, all over the country. We're going as, as from Ohio to Washington, and um, we've got a very special guest tonight. Uh, we're going to bring on here just uh, in just a second. Man. Basically, actually, before we get to that, let's. What about that sportsman thing uh, yesterday in practice, Jim? I heard something that you you kind of oh, found something. I'm tickled to death, man. These new eight inch tires they put us on are awesome. It's the first time that old girl's seen the racetrack since the Derby crash, and it's a new car. And man, those those F70s, I can drive that thing to the apex. It's just. I was tickled when I got out of that car. We only run it twice. I didn't need to run it anymore. I mean, I've been doing this for 27 years, and I know what I want, the feel I want. The feel was great, man. The track is is was really good the other night, and, man, I'm I'm tickled. Now, we just got a few little odds and ends, get some decals on the car, and yep. be ready for uh, April the 9th is our mm-hmm. race. So we're going to be – we'll be our, our debut and I'm telling you, I can't imagine one thing. Those are four old tires that have been laying in a trailer – that I I got on there. I can't imagine what that thing's going to do with four brand new skinnies on it and just let her eat, you know. So I'm happy. I, I want to thank uh, Martin Beck for coming out and uh, Ben Cranford for buying me dinner last night, even though, you know, he, we helped him get faster in his pure stock. So, yep. and Five Flags changed the rules this year. You can, uh, I can run in pure stock if I want to. So Ben's going to miss a couple of races because, you know, he's a boat captain. I'm right. going to get in the pure stock and drive it some just for fun. You know, and I, <laughs> I've already asked some of the guys and they're like, we don't care. That'd be awesome, man. We'd have you in the class. So I'm going to, and you know, of course the, the other news is the, is the outlaw stock, which we've stripped yep. one car down. We sold one car. I told y'all we bought all that equipment and uh, we're going to be outlaw stock, hopefully by the Derby. All right. So. Well, everybody in pure stock says, sure, come on now. Yeah. Well, if, if I win in Ben's car, they're not going to be very happy about no. it, but <laughs> you know, it, it's just fun, dude. I love, I love it. I had a blast yesterday. Just, it's just, you know, I haven't driven and sat in a car since the Derby and just yeah. to go out there and fly like that, I'm, I'm tickled. So that's a completely different feel between the tires too, because you got big difference in size and composition on those tires. Oh, wow. Yeah. They mess that and you can't make them mad. I run the thing in there, turned it sideways, and it can, the next lap it's stuck. I'm like, okay, good deal, because that's the way I drive hard. So hopefully it'll it'll help me with that. But well, a defending champion going in there was a, a positive vibe, uh, you know, with the, the changes that have gone on with uh, this the sportsman series, and you're feeling confident about it already. Oh yeah, uh, you know, you gotta, motor motor pulled good, yeah. transmission. I, I took some gear away from it because I figured with them bigger tires. We were gonna roll the center much faster, and we did. I was still getting to the chip, but it was, it was fun. I'm telling you, we're gonna have something for him this year. And I, you know, defending champion, I'd like to, I'd like to defend that, and then do a mic drop at the awards <laughs> banquet, and because this is my last full season, I'm gonna run outlaw stock some next year, and maybe some of the wheelman series races. They're gonna to to put an asterisk on the uh, track record because there's no doubt in my mind it's gonna get obliterated this year. Oh yeah, we we were we were running around on old tires. We were running lap times equal 
to the Derby qualifying wow. with new tires last year. So, you know, 2050s, there, there's no reason we, we should be in the 19s probably yeah. by the end of the season. So Definitely. Yeah. it'll be interesting. Well, that's uh, that's always something to look forward to in the season. I know you got uh, delayed a little bit because of the weather, and then they did get the ARCA race in, but um, and yeah. you got to wait for oh, that yeah. opening night, and you've got well, some good things going on right now. Well, the only thing that stinks about that rain out was as soon as Tim called it, the rain stopped. Yep. About an hour later, the sun came out. We're all just sitting around, <laughs> just our jaws dropping, oh. like, come on. But yeah. I understand, as a promoter, you're going to lose people in the grandstands. People aren't going to drive. The guys from right. the bill said they weren't going to come. So I understand why he pulled the plug. I mean, I get it. He yeah. said he owes us a race, so we'll see. <laughs> it, it looked like it was going to be horrific all day, so you, you never know. And it got pretty nasty. We were at the shop, and it got kind of ugly. So, yeah, like yeah. I say, God doesn't watch the weather channel. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amen to that. Yeah, well, that, uh, that past uh, weekend here uh, really incredible. Cordell didn't, uh, the weather didn't have anything to do with that, but Justin South, I think Justin and Giovanna Ruggiero uh, really had a battle to the end. They said a photo finish, but I don't, I think it was more of a, you know, a front end, but uh, that was a great race with four or five laps to go. I think they had a late caution and uh, Justin South ends up, and I think last episode we mentioned Justin South being around from this area. Right. It was a great win for him. And then, you know, one of our, one of our favorites, you know, Boba Pollard pulls off that win on Sunday, I believe it was. Uh, at crisp so that yeah. you know he's what he's got three wins this year with the red eye uh the speed fest and then uh finished second to time jesky twice already so i mean yeah, yeah I better look it's, out it's pretty crazy <laughs> yeah he's, he's leading coming. southern super series points right now and he he won that race uh sunday with no left front fender and i'm gonna tell you something that cordial track looks like a lot of fun i think they have a class close to mine i think it'd be fun to go up there and run it because that that track looks like you can run inside outside it doesn't matter so it looks like it looked like a pretty good show. I mean, and, I mean, like I said, there's a video of his fender coming off and hitting a camera. <laughs> so maybe it helped the car. Maybe it cooled the left front down and made it grip better. I don't know, but he he did a hell of a job. That was cool to see. And Justin South, that for to him to come back, haven't been in a competitive car in what three or four years, right? And comes back and does that door to door fender banging finish was awesome so we're happy with that we're glad to see it that's good racing and that's what we want yeah i think he's just uh, like i think at the beginning of the season you know we talked about that short track thing just has a big turnaround after two or three weeks that's really off time right and that's it you You turn right around in january and you go right back to racing and and he's just knocked off two or three wins and a couple of seconds and and we still got the rest of the year to go <laughs> oh i'm i'm looking forward to this double header coming at five flags on the eighth and ninth because that's going to be interesting because that also race also determines who gets to run the srx series right yeah and you know we'd love to see bubba do it i mean he won you know from 17th last time we, it, he ran pensacola with that uh double header so it's going to be interesting it's like i said it's uh, we're going to have some good racing uh, this year. I think the track's going to get better, and I think things are going to be really good. Well, yeah. they did find out something during that ARCA race that you cannot come off a four spinning the tires and then catch that new asphalt because it will make it will hurt you. Yeah. yeah, you can't be blowing the tires, that's for sure. Yep. All right, we're going to run down a few of the, uh, like a little small list of some of the major action, if you can put it that way. Uh, this weekend at Jumpstart 125 at Carteret County Speedway, uh, kicks off the Solid Rock Carrier's Big Money Late Model Series. They've got over 20-plus entries there at the Crystal Coast uh, for 10000 to win. So it seems like a lot of these short track races are, are becoming 10 and plus, and right. then bonus money on top of that. So that's why I think we're seeing a lot of attraction from drivers all over the country, including uh, our guest and 
others around the country that come in and have time off right. um, to to run these events. And then the Apple Cup 125 at Tri-City Raceway, uh, that's a Northwest Super Late Model Series in Benton City, Washington. That goes way out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, April 2nd and 3rd, it's all coming up this weekend with the Pro Late Models as well. Uh, opening night at Anderson Speedway. Uh, I think our guests might have a little bit of information about Anderson. Uh, <laughs> for their 75th season opener uh, at Anderson Speedway. It's a high bank short bull ring that um, maybe we get a little insight here in just a little bit about that. Uh, opening night at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Uh, marking, and get this, their 118th year of auto racing at the fairgrounds. Wow. wow. Bandoleros, front runners, pure stocks, street stocks, and limited late models, perlate models will be there as well. Just a, a little teaser for April 2nd and 3rd this weekend coming up with all these big major races. And um, speaking of our area, uh, we'll go ahead and jump in and, and welcome our guest. Um, this is the 2015 ARCA Racing Series champion, uh, <laughs> 2019 NASCAR Gander Outdoor Series regular season champion, Grant Enfinger from Fairhope, Alabama. Grant, thank you so much. How are you doing tonight, sir? Yeah, doing great. Um, having a great evening out here, so I appreciate uh, the conversation with you guys. Yeah, we appreciate you being here this evening with us, too. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you very much, man. We, we've been watching you race for a long time, man. Yeah. We're, we're fans, for yeah. sure. As a matter of fact, yes, one, of, one of the things I wanted to remind you about was a an ARCA race back uh, well, many days ago. Uh, uh, when you, uh, I happened to be in the pits when uh, you came in for a pit stop, and the car right behind you, the pit right behind you, the tire carrier came around the corner of, the, of his car, and you tagged the front end of that car, and I was completely concerned that it was going to do something to the arrow on the on your car, but it didn't do anything because you went out there and you just showed them how to get home with it and won the race. That's all great. You know, I, I remember that now that you mention it. Um, so I forgot we had fender damage in there from the pits. Uh, but yeah, yeah, tire hanger was, and I uh, got our fender pretty good. But yeah, I, I do remember that. And uh, man, I've known Ted for, for a long time. Yeah. He, uh, he, he's videoed some some races for us back in the day at, at Mobile and Pensacola and, and all that. So it's, it's good talking to y'all. Yeah, I think he also has video of that night that you and uh, Vanderly got into it. I, I was sitting in the turn one grandstands oh, wow. that night, yeah. and yeah. that freaked me out because you yeah. were trying to get out of the car, and he hit you in the door, and I thought, what the heck is he doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's one thing about short track racing. You never know what's going to happen. That, <laughs> that still still baffles me to this day, but, uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, you know, that, that's why you got to go to the track. You never know what stupid thing we're going to do next. <laughs> Amen to that. Trust me, I've been doing it a long time myself, and I've done some – Ted's got some <laughs> video of me doing stupid stuff, and it's just like you see it and shake your head and go, why did I do that? But <laughs> You're just caught up in the moment, and you don't know what you, you, you the helmet head's taking over. Oh, I, I, we'd strap our helmets on. I think our brain falls into the passenger floorboard, and we just get silly because I, I – He's got one of the first time he ever Ted ever filmed me. I I picked a guy up and sent him about the flag stand, and Ted latched onto me about a lap before that. I was beating this dude's rear bumper off, and I finally picked him up and sent him. And Ted got the video. I still have that. It's on VHS. That tells you how old that tape is. Yeah, <laughs> been a minute. <laughs> been a minute. Sometimes sometimes you don't want proof of all that. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's true. You just I, never know. <laughs> I got a steering wheel thrown at me that night and a dirt clod when I got in the infield. But. 
Hey. Well, Grant, let's uh, let's go back some time and uh, get a little bit of our listeners uh, uh, some information about how you really got started and what what drove your interest to getting into racing. Yeah, I didn't really come from a um, a racing family or anything. Uh, my my dad was a was a big race fan. He's uh, he's an attorney over in Fairhope. Um, uh, you know, mostly uh, divorce attorney and stuff, stuff like that. Um, in in Montrose, Alabama, actually. Um, but he he had a, a a good friend of his, Glenn Cooley, that uh, that raced out of Mobile with, with his sons, um, Mark and Bobby Cooley and 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 Matt. And we would uh we would go down to to Mobile International and and hang out with those guys. And and man, I I fell in love with it. Um, you know, from from early age, and and just would would always want to go to the racetrack with with them. And and we go to to Talladega, you know. Is, is a family and, and um every year and I, I wore my dad out for basically four or five years about getting a go-kart and and uh when i was 11 he uh he got me a go-kart and and we started racing uh go-karts and then uh legends cars and then super late models uh you know around mobile and op yeah when you got when you got to that late model level after all those years um who was your who was your biggest competitor there uh well in in this area if you would mobile pensacola if you went to montgomery who was who was your you biggest know, I don't rival you've heard of them or, or not but, but kale was pretty good at those days at mobile oh, so um, oh, yeah. and kale kale gale who who was actually my spotter this weekend at, at, at Co- oh wow <laughs> oh cool right cool, yeah for me this year um but yeah, Kale was was I'd, I'd say the the big guy around Mobile, um, but you know I mean at that time there there was Scott Carlson, Eddie Mercer, you know um, there there was there was a, a host of guys, uh, you know Bradbury. Anytime he would come from uh, from Birmingham, mm-hmm, he was yeah. uh, he was the one to beat. Um, there was I mean. My opinion, short track racing has always been been pretty pretty strong there in the southeast, especially in the super late model division, and and it's no different now. Um, you know, I, I feel like there there is always a, a host of uh, really good teams and and uh, really good drivers down there. Oh, yes. right. Do you have any Do you have any late model plans this year? We were talking about national, but but no no for sure plans um you know we we uh we ran a few last year um did the derby the last couple of years right. uh with with archie st hilaire um but not nothing nothing firmed up right now honestly uh my, my focus is is 100 on the truck deal right. um I've, now that i i've i'm i'm back with a, with a team in north carolina i spend a lot of time at the shop um chevrolet has us uh doing doing a a little bit of a, a different schedule this year so that, that's a focus but but hopefully we're able to, to to squeeze some in this year well it's really awesome to see a you know a guy that it's for somebody like me who sits in the grandstands and gets to watch and i, I run a street stock but um to see a guy like you succeed in the, the Craftsman, excuse me, the Camping World Truck Series, it's just it's super cool because you're a guy that wins and and you you're a contender every time you unload, and to see a guy that that we watched race and came up to get to that level is just awesome and we're fans for sure, man. If I'm watching a race, you're the one I'm cheering for. I can promise you. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, no. Um... God has uh, has blessed me to to live my dreams for for quite a while now. Um, you know, when I was about fifteen or so, racing legends cars around there at Sunny South and, and and all around there, that's when I decided, hey, like 
one way or another, I, I want to make a living of this. And, and, um, and obviously the, the goal was driving, but, but it was, you know, at all costs, to, Hey, this is what I want to do for a living. And, and right. it's definitely hasn't, hasn't been a, a, a very easy, uh, what goes to ride. So moved up here as soon as I graduated from, from South Alabama there. And I think I've been in North Carolina 14 or, or so years now. So, uh, wow. been, been a while. And, um, yeah, definitely, definitely very blessed to, to be able to do what I love for a living. Right. And how did, how did your, um, your breakthrough, uh, we've all seen the movie three, you know, you only get one chance to run the cup. I know it's not the cup, but you probably are comfortable, um, you know, with the success you've had in the truck series, but how did that breakthrough come from, uh, your short track to the, the position you're in now? Uh, yeah, a lot of um, bouncing around and a, and, a, and a lot of roller coaster rides and and, and a lot of uh, really low lows and and high highs. I I guess, but um, I guess you know the to to give the cliff notes. As soon as I graduated uh, South Alabama, I I went to work for an ARCA team in the in the Carolinas, uh, just doing whatever. Um, you know, working on cars, driving the hauler. Uh, you know, mechanic and crew chief and some, and, and then I started start parking their ARCA car a few times and, and really learned the series, learned, learned um, you know, a lot of the nuances of those cars and, and made a lot of good contacts and good friends and, and learned a lot uh, during that year and um, was kind of able to, to take a little bit of believe it or not, start and park success and, and, um, and, and transfer that with, with some help. Um, there's a law firm in Montgomery, Alabama, the Beasley Allen law firm uh, who supported yeah, me th- throughout my late model career. Right. And, uh, and, and they were a big part of, uh, of helping me run four or five ARCA races a year for, for a couple of three years. And, um, and that's kind of where, where I started earning a, a good reputation and, um, Took, took quite a while to, to finally break through and, and get that first win in the ARCA series. Um, but we, we always ran good. Um, that was in, in our own kind of family owned stuff, but, but man, it was, um, it, it, it was extremely tough. Um, you know, I look back on that now and, and it was, I guess, good memories, but at the time it was, man, it was, um, you know, a, a, a lot of, a lot of blood, sweat and tears and, in a, a lot of financial stress that, that I, I, you know, just, uh, just very, very tough. I've, I feel like those, those days allowed me to truly appreciate all the, the, the car owners and team owners that I've had since then. And, and I've, I've had quite a few, um, and I, I try to always appreciate the, the, the car owners because it's so tough to, to get these, these vehicles on track. But I, I would say that the Arca series is kind of where I, where I made my name and, um, and, and, you know, able to, to have success there. And, um, you know, really for the last seven or eight years, I haven't driven full time, um, for all of it the last seven or eight years, but I've been in fully funded good equipment for, mm-hmm. for seven or eight years now. And, and that's something as, as a race car driver, that's something you, you always want. You know, you, right. you, you're looking at the guys that are, you know, buying tires every week and, and have good motors and, and stuff like that. And, you know, the truck series is, is no different, only you, you have a lot more of them. You have the top 20 in the truck series, top 25, you know, they're spending all the money you can spend. They're, they're buying all the right stuff. And, you know, I've been been, been and blessed enough to, to be in that good equipment for, for a while now and, and definitely uh, you know, 
be very blessed to, to be able to make my living uh, driving driving race trucks. Well, you know, all all the athletes have um, a certain moment that um, that goes through their careers that they that they kind of m- memorize. Do you remember your very first win in a race? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I mean, there's there's been you know uh, a few of them that have that have trumped them, but I mean, we uh, when we were racing go karts, I mean, I, my dad. Who, who I love and who has always supported me in racing and, and everything like that is uh, he had zero mechanical ability. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, um, it, it was a huge struggle in, in go-karts. And, um, you know, we, we'd be running around there with five or six other carts some nights. And, I mean, struggle to run last, you know. And um, definitely uh, remember as Baker, Florida, uh, we won our, our first go-kart race uh, t- together. And um, it was definitely a, a great feeling. And, and at that time, it was, you know, I was, you know, 12, you know, years old or something like that. I- so after after your win in, in Baker uh, at that early of an age, is that um, is that what kind of had an eye opener for like maybe there's something for me? I uh, really that it happened after that um, when when I was racing Legends cars and, and really taking it it's super serious at an age you know when when I got to be fourteen fifteen sixteen and I realized hey the the way you win races is is hard work at the shop and mm. and um. And that, that's when I said, hey, okay, the, the harder you work on this thing, the, the faster you go, the more races you win. And, and able to have quite a bit of success in the Legends cars at, at, at that age. And, and at that time, I was like, hey, this this is what I want to do for a living. Um, kind of w- whatever it takes, I'm going gonna, to gonna try to make a go of it. So, um, you know, I'd say that age 15 is, is kind of when that, when that fire really started burning um, to, to kind of, you know, go, go racing and, and, uh, and, and, uh, you know, do whatever it takes to do that. So, um, uh, you know, I definitely had a lot of fun as a family, uh, racing go-karts, um, but especially racing legends cars. Um, and, and that's where, where it started taking it serious. Right. Do you ever, do you ever use the sim to get used to some of the tracks or just kind of stay in the group with, you know, what you're trying to accomplish? Um, you know, I'm very fortunate this year, um, you know, stuff, stuff you know changes quite often but um you know chevrolet is is very much uh behind their 23 truck this year um G- gms and and chevrolet have uh have, have given me more support this year than i've ever had and i've been to chevrolet sim and we're we're at the in the march now i i would say i've averaged we use simulation constantly it's um it's constantly getting better and better um there, there's obviously a lot of variables in, in what we do um the, the tires good years bringing us are, are always changing uh, you know stuff is always evolving uh and stuff like that but but gms has a great engineering program and, and we utilize the manufacturer sim a lot um but but also you know utilize our racing and um for you know for instance for for a track like coda where I've only been there once, you know, I was, I was on iRacing, uh, <laughs> I bet you 30 or 40 hours b- wow. before I, I went to Coda, um, not including what I did at the, the manufacturer's sound. So, uh, yeah, I, that stuff is very beneficial for, for, for a driver, um, you know, that, that doesn't have a lot of laps in a certain place. There, there'd be other places, um, you know, like if, if I've been to Texas as many times as I've been to Texas, you know, 
seven or eight times. Our race is not going to help me so much there. Um, but, but but a place that I don't have a lot of experience at or road course or something, it's, it's, it's very, very beneficial for us. Right. Cool. And our practice, I mean, we're, we're getting the last couple of years, we haven't got any practice. Uh, uh, this year, uh, on average, we're getting 20 minutes of practice. So, um, like at Coda, that's, I think we made five times a lapse, maybe four times a lapse. So, wow. you don't, as a driver coming up now, like, you don't, you don't have time to, you know, to, to figure out your stuff. You have to be fully prepared before you get there. And, and hopefully the first time you come in or the first time, you know, when practice ends and you're ready for qualifying, like you've got to be able to tell the team what you need to be better. Um, you, you can't be, you can't be learning the track, unfortunately, these days. Well, we're short track guys, and uh, apparently, from the sk- looks of the schedule, you got one coming up at uh, Martinsville. You're going to be running the paperclip. Uh, what does the notebook look like for that race? Yeah, you know, um, definitely got a, a love hate relationship with that place. I, you know, as few as short tracks as we go to in the track series, I, you know, I'm always amped up to to get to get to any short track. Um, Martinsville and in the track series can can just be brutal i mean um we're in a we're in an era now where where people would just run over you you know they may be two tenths slower than you but still find a way to hit you going in the corner <laughs> um you know and it, it just you know i've been, been fortunate enough to um to, to win there a couple of years ago and and like i said I, I always love driving the short tracks but part of me cringes because i know we're going to have a caution with you know 20 or 30 laps to go and then just you know yeah everybody's everybody's stupid comes out (laughs) you know (laughs) including mine you you gotta you gotta be able to 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 get right in there with them you driving respectful is not not going to change the other uh, 35 drivers out there no (laughs) they're not necessarily going to do exactly what you want them to do and they probably you you may or may not be doing what they want you to do either (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) I, mean, I know exactly what he's talking about, albeit the sim world, because I've run those tracks in the sim with my rig here. But, you know, you have people that, that go and qualify and they're not really that good. But then they start in the back and then, you know, you're trying to maneuver your way finessefully, you know, what they call um, uh, aggressively caution. Yes. And then you've got somebody that didn't qualify that good that thinks that they're faster now. Yeah. And they they come up and they just, to just drive right through you or buy you or something, and it just it ruins your day. And I'm, I imagine in the real world that that same thing happens. Right. It's got to be on your conscience. It it does, and you know, NASCAR has um has has given us such. There's always as race car drivers, we've we've always wanted to win. Everybody wants to win every time you get on the track. But there's there's so much incentive on winning now, and and in my opinion, there there's not enough incentive not to wreck. Um, you know, everything is, is based off the playoffs and, and you win and, and you get in and, and, and while points are, are still valuable, you know, people, you know, if, if somebody's running fifth, you know, he's going to, he's going to not, not take fifth and, and go to the house with, with a whole truck. He's going to, you know, try to, try to push it too far and, you know, drive through three or four of them and, and, you know, five or six of them wreck because of it. And, and that's just kind of the, the era we're in and, um, you know, also in the, the truck series, we're running the Elmore Motors, which is a great cost-saving um, tool for us. It's it's definitely helped our team owners uh, a lot financially. Um, but the gearing we we run for, we're we're 
Martinsville used to be a 620 gear. Now I, I think, don't hold me to this, but I think we're like a 514 gear or something like that. Right. Um, and it's very hard to pass. Like we normally, you know, when, when you go to Martinsville, you would, you would work on forward drive. You, you would be spinning the tires off the corner, similar to a super late model in Pensacola. Right. Um, where, where you, you gotta have an egg under your foot. Well, with the gear and the way it is, we're, you, you don't really do that. You, you're trying to carry as much, as much speed to the center. Um, and, and you don't have, really have the, the drive issue on exit. So it makes it even harder to pass because if you, if you slow down a little bit trying to get around somebody, your motor is bogged down and now you, you can't pass him off the corner. If he checks you up just a little bit in the center, he can still stab the gas and, and be wide open. And it, it's really added a, a difficulty, I feel like, to, to pass him cleanly. So, so that's just another excuse for us to run over each other, more or less. And, um, yeah, and unfortunately, that, that, that seems to happen in Martinsville quite a bit. <laughs> yes. The car, well, in this case, the trucks never get back on the truck the way they came off. That's for sure. The paint's always rubbed off. The parts land in the infield. In angry drivers everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you. I, I see a lot of that in these younger guys in, in NASCAR that have don't have any respect. And they think you'd just run over somebody to win a race. And it used to be everybody had respect for each other and you raced each other hard. If you got into somebody, it was just racing. You didn't do it intentionally. Yes, it's, um, you know, it's definitely evolved, you know, in a, in a, in a bad way, in, in my opinion, over the last ten or so years. And, um, you know, you, you see it in the local ranks and you, you see it in NASCAR. And, and, you know, unfortunately, it's just, just kind of accepted and, um, I spent my first six months, um, in 2017 when I, when I first started racing full time in the truck series, trying to, trying to earn all these guys respect. And, yeah, and yeah. okay, you know, it, I, I, I felt like, you know, once I proved to them, you know, I, I was going to race them good. I was going to race them how I wanted to be raced that it would come back around and it, it never did. I, I wasted six months of my career doing that. And, and finally I just had to have a, have a long talk with myself. I was like, look, Hey, you can't race like this if you want to win. Yeah. Um, and you want to be successful and you want to keep doing this for a living. Like, unfortunately you, you, you kind of got to race that way now. So, um, so that, that's what I do. I, I don't like it. Um, you know, but, but, but unfortunately that, that's how we race on the truck series. Yeah, I know how you feel. I'm the old guy in my division, and I'm probably one of the old guys if I'm 51 now. And I race against a bunch of kids, and Mommy and Daddy got plenty of money, and I got stuffed in the wall at the Snowball Derby by a kid who just didn't care. You know, he did, if he drove straight up off the corner, we'd have raced side by side, but he made a right turn like I wasn't there. We both went in, and it destroyed my car. And I'm like, you know, come on, you know, show the old guy some respect. I don't beat and bang on you guys. I race you hard. And I've, I've won all the races I've won. I've never had to move anybody. I've just raced you hard. And that's, that's what the fans want to see is hard racing, not wrecking people. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I feel like it's, um, you know, that, that's how you want to race. That's, that's how the racers want to race. That, that's how you, your, your, most of your, your short track fans want to, want to, want to see. Um, but yeah, that's not, unfortunately, that's not the era we're in right now. And, yeah. and I feel this, the same way when, when I watch the pro late model races and, and, uh, when, when I'm running some of the super stuff and, and watching some of that stuff, um, you know, you, 
you, you see that it's uh, it's not just just in in the NASCAR world. That's for sure. No. I mean, look at the snowball derby last year. Chandler Chandler Smith just flat picked up Derek Thorne like it was nothing and sent him. And I'm like, dude, you're in a faster car, passing clean. You didn't have to take his back tires off the ground. <laughs> but some people are going to do that. I mean, well, I, I hate to say this, but I'd, I'd probably turn Ted here for a win at the Snowball Derby because it's it's even in my class it's prestige. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm a first time track champion this year. Should be more than that, but you know I'm a low budget guy. I don't have a lot of money, and I mean I'm I'm struggling to get to the racetrack sometimes. But I love the sport. I love to watch you guys race. Um, I don't watch the Cup Series so much anymore, but I, I think the Xfinity and the Trucks is where the best racing is in NASCAR right now. Anyway. Oh, yeah, Trucks by far. There's no doubt. The Trucks oh, yeah. and um, the, the Pro Stocks and NHRA Series, those are my two favorite classes. Anytime the Trucks get involved, uh, that's that's where I'm at. Xfinity and the Cup Series, it's just gotten – I think Xfinity is kind of like picking up where Cup is taking off. Uh, but I, I think the Trucks, I hope they stay where they are. Uh, and Grant, you keep you know keep banging, banging fenders with the best of them, and and you're one of the best. You, I, I can just your first race was 2010 at Talladega, and your first win was six years later at Talladega. <laughs> so that that tells me that this dude is like in for the long haul, and he has been. Uh, he's been a local guy for us. I've I remember you know 15 years ago watching him out there mobile. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. My big question is from the sim world because I I I've actually won at Talladega and I know how exhilarating it is in the sim world. But your first win in 2016, uh, the Fred's 250 at Talladega. What I mean, what was your heart rate like? Like 250 <laughs> had to have been. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know that 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 goes down to um, you know probably one of those lifelong memories that that um, that will always you know be be you know, on the top uh, moments of, of my life, period, you know, um, definitely a, a, a great feeling, something that, that was, you know, like you mentioned, not, not an overnight success and, and not something that, that came easy, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, to, to, to be the first win, my, you know, my first ARCA win after, I guess, four or five years of running seconds and thirds was in Mobile. So I, I was definitely blessed to, to be able to have the, the first big national series win at my home track in Mobile, which was, was huge and still a, a huge break for me. Um, but, but Talladega, obviously in the truck series, um, the place that, that kind of, Started it as a race fan for me, going going to Talladega to, to be able to win there, to win with my family there, um, and and my wife being there, and and uh, uh, friends and family. Um, Greg Allen from from Beasley Allen um, was there. So many friends and family, and so many people that were there that had supported me and and been a huge part of, of me being able to follow my dream. We're actually at that race, um, so so yeah, that, that's you know, makes it just as cool to have those people with you as it is, you know, that first win and, and to, to be at the home track. So yeah, definitely, um, you, you know, it was a, was it was a huge day. I, I don't remember my heart rate, you know, I, I think it was kind of business as, as usual in, in the heat of the moment, but that was actually with GMS racing, which, which is the, the team I'm back with now. And, yep. um, we had a, a really good Chevrolet that day. Um, and, and, you know, had a, had a, you know, one of the, one of the better trucks all day and able to, to lead half the race and, and, 
you know, come away with it at the end. And um, I'd say my heart rate probably got the highest when it was time to, to choose, you know, which which lane we're going with at the end and, and uh, on a green white checkered. So, yeah, definitely definitely a great memory there at, at Talladega. Yeah, you go from the grandstand to the flag stand, now that's history right there. Yeah. <laughs> into that. Yeah, exactly. Well, Grant, uh, I know you're uh, awfully busy getting ready. You probably have an off weekend this and uh, getting ready for the, the following weekend. And uh, we really, really appreciate you taking the time out to spend uh, this this quality time with us, a Short Track Guys podcast, and uh, learned a lot more about Grant Enfinger and uh, much success to you in the future. Um, any any shout outs that, uh, you know, you can plug in to kind of help yourself? You know, we still um, still have local supporters there. Um that helped me when when I will run a, a late model and and um, you know there's, there's a guy by the name of Kevin Kircher down there at TKC Construction that that um, it's been a been, been a big part of uh, getting me racing full time over the last uh, five or six years so so shout out to them and and um, you know all the, the friends and family that that I that I have down there so um, you know Fairhope will always be home for us uh my, my wife's family my family are still there so so we still get get home uh, quite a bit not not as much as as we'd like to but uh but fair hope will always be home for us and in, in the eastern shore and and uh and definitely mobile and, and pensacola um those will be the home tracks and, and appreciate all the all the support we have uh down there and and it's great talking to y'all it's obvious uh, y'all are all just true racers and and um and, and it's been been a good time with y'all tonight. Well, we do appreciate it, and thank you again. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. Good luck in your future endeavors, man. And we'll be watching and cheering for you. Oh, absolutely. Right. Thanks again, Grant. Yep. We'll see you guys. All right. Take care. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was uh, Grant Enfinger from Fairhope, Alabama. I appreciate him taking the time out to spend you know that quality time with us with Short Track Guys podcast and. Um, you know, it, uh, it doesn't get any better than that sometimes other than talking to Jim, you know, with his sportsman. And, uh, Ted, you yeah. guys uh, always kind of motivate me to talk short track racing. And when we get, you know, episodes like this together, it just um, elevates our program a little bit. And uh, I appreciate you and, and appreciate Grant and, and oh, spending yeah. the time yeah. with us. It's really special to me. Thank Very. you, Ted. Uh, that was great. <laughs> hey, uh, quick shout out to our boy Christian Rose uh, Racing. Go online, find Christian Rose Racing, and uh, he finished 10th at Five Flags Speedway and in his ARCA debut at our old track and ran very well, broke a transmission, came back to finish 10th. We're very proud of him. We would love to ask a favor of our fans. If you would go to Christian Rose Racing, put uh, in the comment section, hashtag almost heaven or hashtag West Virginia or both for him. He uh, He really would appreciate it. He needs it. Uh, to help keep his sponsor and we want to help him along uh, he said he would be back on our podcast sometime soon so keep an ear for that also looking forward to that one yeah i mean he's a great guy and the first time we've actually met him face to face and he's a man what a great guy and he's really tall <laughs> yeah he's a tall little joker but he's a great dude man he was fun to talk to he he apologized and said man i don't run my facebook page somebody does it for me and he says i do want to be back on your podcast he said and i will be so something else to look forward to oh, yeah and uh on a on a sadder note um uh a young lady that races at Five Flag Speedway with us in the Pure Stock Division owns a car. Uh, her mom passed away, Sarah Doherty. Um, we want to wish best wishes to her family and her dad, Bob, who I know personally, great people, love them yes, to death. Very. 
Um, and just want to tell them thank you for what you do for racing, and we're really sorry for your loss. Absolutely. Condolences from all of us. On that note, let's go, Brandon. Indeed. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> and and let's go, race fans. And uh, we appreciate uh, all the support out there. It is our motivation. And um, Short Track Guys podcast will be here uh, hopefully every week. Um, and we're getting bigger and bigger. And, guys, I, I appreciate you guys taking your time out uh, to put this together. Because, you know, without you, yeah, we wouldn't be doing this. So, um I appreciate it, and and thanks to all our listeners. Um, you know, you're what, really what keeps us going. Yes. Yeah, thank you, everybody, and, and keep listening, and give us five-star reviews whenever you can. Um, give us a good review. Contact me at my email address, jbp07 at hotmail.com, if you want to give me a suggestion or talk to me. Any of my friends out there that listen, hey, you got a suggestion, we're open for it. Um, Thank you for all you guys for listening to us and and keeping us going, because without you guys, we wouldn't do this. Ted, thank Mm -hmm. you. Thomas, this is your baby, and and I appreciate you letting me have a part of it. Ted underscore Baber at Yahoo.com. You can get in touch with him with all your... Uh, your very video needs in car, helmet care, helmet car, helmet cam, blah, blah, blah. One of those. Yeah, one yeah. of those camera things. Yeah. In car, out of care. <laughs> <laughs> Medicare, Medicaid. That's right. Whatever you need, Ted's got it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll cut, I'll cut a lot of that out. <laughs> yeah. In car, helmet cam. Anything, uh, your video needs, uh, Ted Baber, uh, video production. Hey, he is your man. I don't do colonoscopies, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening.